Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. Part of the episodes that we've been talking about recently have been about expression, right? And about how we foster that modern mindset. And expression is a big part of that. This particular episode is about emotioneering our expression through comedy. And I was recently listening to an interview with Kev, who's basically the head of Jonglers for the UK. He's the owner of the largest um, comedy group in the UK. And he was being interviewed about his experience and how he got into comedy. And he generally wanted to make people laugh. He absolutely wanted to make people laugh. He's a fantastic gentleman. I hope to get him on the podcast soon. And while I was listening to it, it was really making me think about how expressive comedy is, how the power of laughter, how we feel and how de-stressed we can feel after we've actually, um, you know, had that ability to laugh and really barely laugh. And, you know, we, we can all say it, I laughed until I cried, you know, until we had belly ache because we were laughing so much. Comedy, as we know, is fictional or non-fictional work that is intended to be funny or amusing. It isn't the easiest thing to do in the world. Of course, we know that standing up in front of people doing stand up comedy can be one of the most challenging things to do. And if we strip that back a little bit, I'm not saying in this podcast that we're all going to become, you know, the next Mickey Flanagan, who is my favorite, by the way, my absolute favorite. Are you where? Are you where? You know, we're not going to be the next Mickey Flanagan. Um, Although it's about how do we bring a little bit more humor and a little bit more comedy into the way that we express ourselves. It'll help us connect better with other people, but it will also help us to kind of de-stress and kind of really balance out uh, what we do. And I, I mean, I consider myself uh, to be, you know, quite a funny person. I think if you ask my friends, then they would agree. But I often find that in the corporate world and within my work, there's definitely a time and a place for that. How I appear to maybe my friends and family um, in comparison to some of the clients that I work with will depend on them as a person and what we're talking about, of course. There is often times with clients, though, that we can let go that little bit more, you know, and you can have some humor and some energy into to what you do. And I think thinking about this, ask yourself, who is the funniest person you know? Who are they? I know who it is for me. For me, it is my older brother, 
uh, Rob. He is absolutely hysterical and he's very much about that observational humor. You know, he, he finds things quite funny that are generally funny in life. You know, he'll, he'll point out uh, quite funny sides to things so it isn't the obvious things uh, but quite a funny take on them um, he's often also finding funny things on tv he might post it and he he definitely does definitely bring the joy um, to the people around him and the, and the people that know him and I absolutely love it you know we we look for it we want it and uh, and want that kind of energy and that entertainment from him as well but I mean, there's so many different mediums that you could bring comedy into your life and, and when you're expressing yourself. The thing is, though, anybody can tell a joke, but not everybody can make you laugh. And that's an important quote to think about. You know, um, people will, though, like you a little bit more if you can make them laugh. There's an article in Psychology Today uh, talking about you know, how we can be able to see the humor in life and how it actually improves our lives um, because people will like you if you can make them laugh. So it, you do build much more meaningful relationships. And that's because laughter reduces, um, you know, that kind of stress level, but it releases endorphins, which can actually bond people and make us feel good about ourselves and about other people. When it comes to having long-term relationships with people and if I look at my relationship with my husband as an example you may think about your partners or the people that you know around you then within this particular article in psychology today it will talk about the fact that happier couples have more humorous moments I mean that's not me being captain obvious uh, it's just that when you are generally able to laugh about things in life and that you can bring the fun element into it you are going to be more fulfilled and you will have better relationships. It's an enriching environment for children if you can have, you know, humor in the home and, and you can make fun of things and, and find things quite entertaining. And humor definitely breaks the tension in demanding situations. The opportunity lies, though, in not actually adding to it when there is high stress situations or very serious conversations because that can be seen as dismissive or derailing the conversation um, because it's become uncomfortable so from an emotional intelligence perspective it's knowing when and like I was saying a little bit earlier there's times when I can't necessarily be you know the the class clown uh, consultant that would that wouldn't work but I I can bring fun in when I can or when it is appropriate and it's about knowing when it's appropriate to do that which we know through improving our emotional intelligence we'll be able to to know when it's right to do that as well but being funny is a wanted skill you are much more likely to be successful if you can actually bring a little bit of humor into your life or into the lives of others if you can make things funny uh, so it's interesting and corporate companies are actually now going out of their way to help people go on stand-up comedy courses so that they can improve their public speaking skills they can improve their likability factor and they can start to laugh at themselves kind of lose that little bit of the ego right uh to to just find things humorous in life to to laugh at others to laugh at yourself first and being able to to laugh at yourself it's definitely when the ego is a little bit quieter beware of the humor trap though this is a point i wanted to bring up what's funny to you 
and in your head may not be funny to others and that's okay because you're not expecting everything to be funny that you say or do just be mindful that if you're going for that effect you could also offend right so the safest form um, of uh, kind of humor is to make fun of yourself and to you know show that kind of humility in yourself that you can laugh at yourself uh, because less people get offended uh, if you're pointing things out about other people expecting that to be funny the person that is the butt of that joke is going to become offended and other people might see that as bullying or humiliating somebody else it, again it depends on the setting and who you're with so just be mindful of that if you're in a comedy club and you've gone there for the laughter chances are <laughs> there may be some things that are said to you from the stage that you might not like but hey that's what you signed up for you signed up for a comedy night and you're there to enjoy yourself so remember having that ability to laugh at yourself and laugh at others and take a joke that's also part of getting on with other people however there is a fine line between bullying and banter and we we do need to to think about that in the workplace because not all jokes are appropriate again it's about where you are who you're with and the type of relationships that you're having but here's a couple of things for you a top some top tips on how to be a little bit funnier in what you do and how you communicate with others and it's from an article by the science of people and it's called how to be funny so here are three or four top tips that they discuss in that that I wanted to share with you on this topic today so number one give someone the opposite answer so if they're expecting a yes oh that must have been quite difficult for you Melissa no absolutely not it was not difficult to schedule every podcast episode and uh, deliver it and commit to it for a whole month it absolutely is uh, it's difficult to do those things so you can give the opposite answer to what people are expecting because it's that element of surprise that can bring a little bit of fun or humor into what you do uh, the second one is to play with numbers if you remember the film or have seen the film Austin Powers and someone says something like, oh, so how much will that be? One million dollars. <laughs> you could use something like that. You know, it's not going to be a million dollars, but it is about bringing fun into what you do with numbers. You know, oh, it's only a million. Oh, yeah, it was only a million. It's only a million quid. And, you know, maybe it was something that you bought from uh, Primark, right, for like Fiverr. You know, someone gives you a compliment. Oh, yeah, it was only a million pounds. <laughs> actually it was a pound in Primark so you know having some fun in your life bringing that energy and enthusiasm um that can can sometimes when you play with numbers that can work um the third point to this is the rule of three so saying two things quite serious and then the last one with the element of surprise or um you know just randomness that can happen so if people were to say to you are oh, you know list your top three uh, favorite films and then you've done two that are extremely I don't know serious and deep and then the last one that you mention is I don't know Madagascar or you know little bits of little bits of fun or or randomness or you've gone with like two Disney films and then Silence of the Lambs like you know that kind of effect um, but just because you, you know you're making a joke it's not necessarily serious uh, you're having some fun and then you might come back and say actually you know just to, to talk about that uh, I wasn't being serious there. My top three films are 
such and such. But, it, you know, it can definitely add depth. It can add um, a much more of an enriched conversation with someone. Again, you're, you're creating that bond. It relieves the pressure, relieves the stress. Uh, and um, it's it's great. I mean, I remember this one time and I was I was meeting someone in the workplace and um, his name is Phil Smith. And I'm sure he won't mind me sharing this. You know, he was, he was quite a high up director that I had to go and work with. And um, the first thing I did was I introduced myself and then I said lovely to meet you John Smith <laughs> as we know <coughs> John Smith is uh, a label of uh, beer in the UK and then I went oh I'm so sorry and then I said Paul Smith and Paul Smith is a designer <laughs> and then I eventually got to his name uh, which was Phil Smith anyway you might not find that story so funny uh, I was absolutely hoping that the ground would open up at the time but anyway that's kind of like you know something to be um, in, you know, interesting about observational humor is number four, you know, real life stories, adding a bit of observational humor into your uh, life. Like I was saying, my brother's really good at doing this. You know, he will um, create quite uh, an elaborate version of maybe even just a bus ride into Swansea city center and things like this. So that, that can add again, just different layers, different depths. And if you can tell a good story, uh, then you may be on to something there. So little ways to be funny in your life to help, um, you know, add that depth to conversations. But I want to leave you with this point on this podcast episode today. Adults statistically laugh on average, 15 to 30 times a day, 15 to 30 times a day. Ask yourself in the last week, how much do you think you've actually laughed? How much have you allowed yourself to laugh? There are so many videos, so many things out there that you can watch, even on Instagram these days, so many things that can make you laugh. Uh, if you're not having that joy in your life, go and find it bring it, bring it to other people. It's an amazing thing to be able to do uh, to help people to laugh and to relax. And they will, they will, they'll just thank you for it forever. And babies, by the way, laugh over 300 times a day. Just another interesting statistic out there. So find the joy people <laughs> and enjoy yourselves. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran today. It's been great Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know, because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day. And ciao for now.